Hey, hey, everybody. We're back. It's season eight, episode two. Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast brought to you by our sponsors and friends from Go-Kart USA. I was uh, recently on the phone with Big Al up there. You got Al and Emron and Mario, and uh, they're holding down the fort. Uh, the guys from Fast Lane Racing were just up at um, Northern California visiting with uh, Go-Kart USA, and those guys are collaborating on a few projects. Uh, that American racer bike, that full-frame bike, in fact, Jake Bowe's building one uh, for me. Some of you may have seen it at the uh, JMBR event last year, but those big tire bikes are just perfect for riding the full-frame uh, Bonanza replicas. Those are the way to go. Check them out. Uh, Go-Kart USA, over 450 models of go-karts, race carts, off-road buggies, mini bikes, over 21,000 parts from all top manufacturers since 1961. Check them out, gokartusa.com. Also want to give a shout out to our friends over at Studs Racing. Uh, Eric came through again. I uh, purchased a uh, Tillotson engine kit, and Jake's going to be uh, putting together a little pavement pounder for me. And that's going to go into my American Racer, which currently has a little, uh, I don't know, a little clone engine in there now that just helping us get around. But we're going to build up a little street pounder so we can ride out there with the uh, the guys from uh, Fastlane and my boy Ozzy and Long Beach Sprocket. A lot of uh, rides upcoming. Uh, we'll point out some of those rides that may be of interest to you, but uh, check them out. Studsracing.com. Number one innovators in mini bike and go-kart performance. Family-owned since 1955, also specializing in mini bikes, ATVs, go-karts, and mopeds. And now electric bikes, right? They're everywhere, too. So check them out, studsracing.com. And our friends over at gopowersports.com. I was just listening to my buddy Jason's podcast, a new podcast for Go Power Sports. Check those guys out. Uh, and we're going to have Taylor Yoakum, uh, one of the owners of Go uh, excuse me, gopowersports.com, join us for an upcoming Joe's Mini Bike Reunion podcast, and we're going to talk to him a little bit about um, their pull start, uh, pull start picnic event that took place out in Texas, as well as a couple other cool things that they've got going on out there. They always do it the right way, gopowersports.com, the most trusted name in mini bikes and go-karts, leading supplier of go-kart parts, kits, and mini bike parts at great prices. Visit them today at gopowersports.com. Okay, everybody. You know, it's been a little while, uh, as we talked about in our season one episode, uh, we have uh, got a date. It's official. It's October the 14th for the 11th annual Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. We're already uh, chomping at the bit, coming up with some new ideas and some exciting opportunities and promotions for everybody. Uh, last year's event was awesome. And uh, one person particularly uh, really came in and uh, set the event on fire. Inocencio Madeira, or Think one word, Madeira, he goes by. A lot of his friends uh, just refer to him as Madeira. Think Prince or think uh, Madonna, one word. But um, this guy came out of nowhere, and uh, like a silent assassin, he swept a majority of the major categories at the show. Uh, over the last 10, 15, 20 years or so, Madeira has been building custom Motorcycles, which is where it started, hot rods, cars, pre-runner trucks, race cars, sport compacts, you name it. And although he's quiet and flies under the radar, he's been involved in a lot of a lot of exciting things that you may have seen or heard about in the past. Uh, check out Turbos on Discovery, some other television shows working with the DeBerties. But this is a guy that got everyone's attention. Everyone was asking, who is he? Where is he from? Uh, how do you build that? Are they for sale? How do I buy one? So we'll have uh, an opportunity to have Madeira join us on the podcast a little bit later on and talk a little bit about what he's been doing up there in Bakersfield. Before we get into that, I wanted to just take care of a little bit of business if I could. Since the inception of Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, which again is going on its 11th year, and since the inception of this podcast, which is on its eighth season, uh, we have enjoyed the luxury and the benefit of having Pioneer Car Electronics as our presenting sponsor. And we would not have been able to have gotten to where we are now without their support. Uh, the staff there, the quality of the products, the name brand, and candidly, the professional rub that Pioneer uh, afforded us here at Humble Joe's Mini Bike Reunion was was really a gift. And going into this new year, uh, regrettably, Pioneer will no longer be 
a part of the event or the podcast as they go through some marketing and some event changes. And we wish Pioneer and that staff uh, a very prosperous future. We look forward to the opportunity of working with them again. And I wanted to go on record to tell everybody that uh, you know that when you are looking at audio components for your car or for your home, I can tell from experience that uh, Pioneer is the way to go. And although uh, this may be the last time I say it, I remind you that don't break up with your car, upgrade it with Pioneer Car Electronics. For more information, check them out at pioneercarelectronics.com. And again, uh, a very fond uh, and, and heartfelt thank you to all of our friends there. And we look forward to uh, one day dancing again, right? So uh, we are in May and the first six months or first five and a half months blown by. Uh, I got I got stalled out of the box largely because, in fact, I think the last time I actually rode was October of 2022 when I was out at the SEMA Ignited event in October, and I hung around for Steve from Steve's All Wheel Drive for his two-stroke event. That was October. That was the last time I was on a bike because uh, earlier this year, um, I just got my ass kicked. I was... Um, I was dealing with some uh, burning sensations in the back of my legs, and after months and months of it getting worse and not going away, I got some MRIs and some x-rays, and I've got uh, these pinched nerves in my back, which are causing sciatica and all this other stuff, and I'm just getting old, man. I just I got arthritis in my back. I've got bone spurs, so I've been on the down low, and it's been really uh, driving me nuts because the weather is just starting to turn. Although it's California, it's been, it's been kind of cool here. Uh, I know a bunch of my Honda Grom lifestyle buddies, they're diehard. In fact, they just got back from a ride out at Big Bear, uh, Bing Flores and all the guys. Hope they had a great time. Uh, but I haven't joined them yet, and I'm itching to get out there. Uh, I just got my Suzuki Van Van serviced. I put a new chain on it, tuned it up, um, new lubes, new oil, uh, spark plugs, you know the drill. So I'm, I'm anxious to go. Uh, I've been still in the game where... I've been working a little bit on some bikes, and uh, a new acquisition I had was a Honda 1973 legitimate barn find, a 1973 Honda Z50 that I had shipped in from Kansas, and I've been uh, fooling around with that. Thanks to my buddy Lou down in Huntington Beach, I, I had to replace the exhaust. I had to find a new air cleaner for it, but uh, that bike, I was planning on building up and making it a custom, sticking in a 140 or a 150 Leaf on and you know, um, making that bike a cool little cruiser. I see so many of these little small Honda Z50s that I just love them. But this bike is so nice and so original, I, I can't hack it up. So I'm going to keep that one, but I'm still looking for a 74, 75, 73, the earliest uh, Honda Z50 in original shape. If anybody knows anyone that has one, I'll take that off of your hands. Uh, I have had the American racer that jake moe pretty much finished it and it was on display at joe's mini bike reunion last year but we're still making some changes particularly with the engine uh we've got small things to do we want to change around some of the levers and some of the grips as well as uh, stick a kickstand on there we've got to put a bracket on one of jake's custom pipes just a few more things and that bike i, I think should be ready and finished by this year's joe's mini bike reunion and I also have another small, kind of a kind of a knockoff of my original Temecula Bob micro bike. This bike will still be built by Jake Moe. And, you know, he, he knows how to build those micros, particularly the custom tanks that he designs. But I've got Daryl from Big Daddy Motorsports uh, building a little 79cc smaller motor for me as well. Uh, myself and my buddy Fred uh, tried our hand at welding to put on a tank and a jack shaft, uh, putting on a couple of those jack shaft mount lips. And we didn't do a good job because we suck at welding. So Jake gets to take all that stuff apart and build it up. And, you know, I don't know if that thing will be done. There's no big rush on that for the mini bike show. But I guess what I'm getting at, despite my health, I've still been involved. Hopefully you guys have been doing the same. Activity-wise, there's been a lot going on uh, out here. There, uh, there was the... Pull start picnic that um, we'll be talking to Taylor about in an upcoming episode with some of the details. That was cool. That was a first time event from from the looks of things. I, I saw some of the photos. 
some really cool custom bikes and those guys like full-size bikes too but a lot of rat rod style appearing bikes um a lot of good engineering um you know it's texas so you're going to get that nice mixture of guys with a lot of money and guys with a lot of talent and those guys like to do it big uh taylor and uh, the staff had they did they did it right they brought some of the guys out from the west coast that enjoyed uh, the event i think i saw cleveland out there i saw day day out there i saw jake moe out there obviously big daddy and some others. I'm not sure if my buddy Anthony uh, Portolino was out there and some of the other drag racers, but those guys drove out there, hung out, worked on bikes. They went drag racing, or they tried to drag race. I guess the weather got a little wet, unfortunately, like it does in Texas, but it was nice to see that, and it, it gets everybody kind of in that spirit to go out and get your bike ready and get out riding. Uh, speaking of, June the 25th, uh, 212 it is the state to state uh 212 king ride it's june 25th 2023 if you want to hang out with those guys and and ride out there you can find out all the details on instagram at state number two state two three so it's state number two state number two three on instagram check them out for details got some drag racing there you may want to check it out uh, Long Beach Sprocket, uh, he's got his event happening, what, July the 30th? You may want to check that out as well. For more information, you could check it out on Instagram as well. It's long.beach.sprocket uh, for more information on those rideouts. Uh, this past weekend, there was a cool event that I was a part of down in Orange County. is the Sandsport Super Swap. We were out there for like eight hours had a couple hundred exhibitors out there, and unfortunately, I was unable to get to the pull start picnic that uh, Go Power Sports had because, unfortunately, I was working with the uh, Super Swap. So, I hope to get out there next year. And there was the recent Electrify Expo out at Long Beach, California. And I know the Dingo Moto USA guys, uh, Sam, uh, Jocelyn, Val, Joel, all those guys, they were out there. They, they were a huge hit again. Uh, they had demos to ride their electric mini bikes, and it was nice that um, those guys were out and continuing to get all that exposure that they deserve. You got to check out the Instagram page for Dingo Moto USA and see what the see the detail and attention that those guys just put into the packing crate when you buy one of those Dingo Moto electric mini bikes. It just I think is indicative of just how how invested and in, in how thoughtful every detail is to the process of buying one of their mini bikes over at dingo moto usa uh, continued success to those guys we got to check in on them see what the hell's happening with them i'm sure with upcoming podcasts as well as the event on october the 14th happening i'll be in touch with those guys shortly okay so that's what's been happening on my end uh, i've also you know I'm, I'm trying to find a way to continue to feed this hobby because at some point there's got to be more than joe's mini bike reunion event there's got to be more than joe's mini bike reunion podcast etc we're, we're starting to see that people are taking the baton and they are uh, producing events and they're uh, starting podcasts and they're creating groups and they're uh they're scheduling rides i i love the spirit of that and i wanted to recognize as a result the top 50 mini bike personalities that help fuel our hobby in a poster uh, back in the days when those of us who were interested in car racing drag racers they always had cool posters for the drag races and a lot of them were you know about the event itself the winter nationals the gator nationals whatever but periodically they would do posters that would uh, go up in the garages and inside all the man caves that highlighted the drivers their personalities and it's like, you know, how cool that would be for us to create one for our hobby. And, you know, you would think, well, I don't know. Yeah, I could probably think of a few, but, you know, finding 50, uh, it's not an easy task. And I, I, I'm enlisting your help. And if you have a personality, and he doesn't have to be a builder, nor does he have to be a racer, nor does he have to be a collector. He just has to be someone, a he or a she, that contributes to the hobby in a, in a significant way. They stir the drink. 
Maybe they are builders. Maybe they're collectors. Maybe they're historians that know all kinds of information. Maybe they're manufacturers and they build pipes or seats as an example. Maybe they're promoters like guys like me uh, or Joel from state to state or others. Uh, they could be retailers. They could be Lonel Johnsons of the world. I guess what I'm getting at is that each and every one of us know who the players are in the mini bike world and within the mini bike orbit that you exist in. So what I would like you guys to consider is send me a note, send it any way you'd like, email me, send it through social media, clip it to a pigeon and send it to me within the next 30, 60 days, because I'm going to craft this poster to have it out beforehand, but it will be distributed at the mini bike show in October. So we've got a long ways to go, but I've got, uh, I've got an idea of who some of these folks could be that you may want to consider, but I'd like to put that poster together and I'd like you guys to help me select those top 50 personalities. So keep that in mind. Uh, and just to give you a little bit of a sense of things, I've, I've taken some liberties and I've just bounced around talking to a few of the folks that I guess I would typically talk to. Um, and, you know, it's guys like Charles Mosley. It's guys like Daryl Smith. It's guys like uh, Richard McGill and many of the other Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Famers, the Home Alones, uh, the Evil Eds. But there's other guys that are out there making things happen. Uh, Eric Shingles and John Fear. Uh, there's guys that are in the mini moto scene that put on uh, all kinds of mini moto events that many of you mini moto guys and Honda Grom guys are aware of. Guys like Kevin from Steady Garage or Ray Tong or maybe Big E from Yashimura. Uh, there's Jeff Malos who has silently put on one of the longest standing mini bike reunions in the U.S. out on the East Coast in Pennsylvania. Uh, there are guys like, uh, Hent who started old minibikes.com, which is a staple for every mini biker. Uh, there's guys like Al at go-kart USA who've been involved in this hobby and serving it up for decades. Uh, there's folks that have blessed us or left us, unfortunately, like Dave Miller and the owners of Bonanza and the Mercherina brothers from little Indian. So take a second, uh, Take a look at your neighborhood. Take a look at your own personal situation and jot down who you think legitimately should be in this top 50 so that we can recognize those guys appropriately. Uh, with that said, uh, again, I want to remind you, uh, this is uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. I'm your host, Joe Sibergandio. This is season eight. This is episode two. Uh, we're we're going to be, uh, we're going to have an opportunity today to, to get to know just a little bit better. Uh, a guy who came out to <laughs> the reunion last year, and he really stole the show. Uh, I've asked uh, I've asked him to see if he could join us a little bit on the podcast, and although he was a little bit reluctant initially, I think that um, I think we won him over. So let's dial him up. Hello, hey Innocencio, it's Joe from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Welcome <laughs> to the podcast, brother. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, glad to be here, man. How was your day today? Uh, so-so. It's the, you know, the life of building mini bikes. Yeah, baby. So now a, a lot of folks have, uh, I think, confused you for a Northern California. You're actually kind of like Central California in Bakersfield, correct? Actually right outside of Bakersfield. I'm south of Bakersfield. I'm in a little town called Lamont. So I'm basically, I consider Bakersfield my my area when I, when I tell people, but I'm actually a little bit outside of it. Uh, born and raised, I understand. Yeah. So if I could, uh, when I was reaching out to you initially, like many folks, particularly guys like me with intimidating last names, you happen to have a little bit of an intimidating first name, Inocencio. And as a result, many folks just fast forward to Madeira. Uh, share with us if you could, because I too have that same challenge with my last name. Talk a little bit about what it was like growing up with a first name, Inocencio, and how that kind of morphed into Madeira, just for the listeners. Would you mind? Well, it was actually terrible. So, you know, having a name like that growing up as a young kid, the last you wanted to hear was roll call. And that was, you know, first day of school. That's what you had. So when, when everybody, when they were doing roll call, as soon as they got to my name, all of a sudden roll call would stop. And I knew exactly where 
names they were on. Tried to say it, and I, you know, obviously they would butcher it all up. So I ended up getting to that point where I pretty much, in the first day of the fourth grade, uh, my name changed. So it went from Innocencio to actually big guy. I was the biggest person in the class. So from there on out, my name was big guy to everybody. Everybody knew me as big guy. As to as of today, people know me as big guy. My my friend, my friends, they all know me as big guy. That's what they call me. So as I'm growing up, I can't use that name. So basically, you know, as I grew older, starting to mature, I had to switch it up a little bit. So I went from big guy to Madeira, and it here it is, and this is what it is now. Well, big guy could certainly describe the way people were talking about you when you left my event. Uh, I wanted to, uh, if I could, just take a second and see if I could uh, jog my memory. We get there pretty early for the event, and uh, most of the team that helps me set up, uh, you know, we're there. It's still dark out, and, you know, it's one of those things where we're, we're there before the folks even open up the gate. But to my surprise, you guys were there even earlier than I was, not uh, already with your your awesome custom bikes already unloaded but you were ready to get in line before we were ready to open the gate and it, it was at that dot that time big guy that i knew that there was something special happening here and i must admit at first i didn't know i didn't know who you were i didn't know where the hell you came from but i could tell pretty quickly those were some pretty badass rides and as we I, you know we kind of met briefly as i recall just to let you know what our timing was and have you hang tight so we can at least open up the gate but once i saw those bikes getting loaded in and i saw the turntables being set up uh, i have to say that not only was i completely impressed but i want to thank you uh live in front of everybody that's listening for such an awesome turnout this year i mean you really really single-handedly took over that event congratulations thank you but and, and keep in mind you know, we had the COVID, so I've been I've been wanting to go to this event for the last years. You know, I've known about this event. A friend of mine was the one that kind of turned me on to it years ago. Who was that? But because of, uh, his name is Richard Lostetter, okay. and he had asked me he had asked me years ago if I was going to go to the mini bike show, and I said, "What mini bike show?" And he goes, "Yeah, they have one. Blah blah blah. This that whatever." So I did a little research, and I and I and I seen it, I, and I was like, "Yeah, they do have one," but. No big deal. <clears throat> so then COVID hit. So then all I did pretty much during COVID was finish up some bikes that I had. And then I had uh, some guys, a local guy here, Damon, that I was building for, he, building quite a bit of stuff for him. So we we're getting his bikes all done, so on and so forth. And then I kept always tapping into try to find out. I would go and I would actually go on Instagram and I would go and actually message people and and, ta and ask them, hey, have you, have you heard about the mini bike show? Have you heard about the mini bike show? And nobody was really, uh, nobody really knew. And so then finally it came out and I was like, oh shit, it's, it's on. So then I said, uh, all right, now it's time to get busy. So then, so then we got everything, everything going and so on and so forth. And I was pumped. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I was pumped. And then, so, so my, me and my buddy, I told my buddy, I said, Hey man, let's, I mean, we're going to do this. Let's do it up. And he's like, all right. So we started getting all stuff ready. And I said, well, how far do you think we should go? And he's all like, well, let's just do it. And I said, okay. So we just, I said, listen, we're going to build some turntables and let's do some this and that and blah, blah, blah. And just kind of bring the whole show, the whole show scene to the mini bike show. You know, I go, they're, 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 they're not used to this kind of stuff. So let's just kind of bring a little bit of what we know to this whole scene. So then we started doing it. And then all of a sudden I started getting really nervous and I was like, man, oh shit. I, I, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I told my buddy, I said, Hey man, I think we need to slow down. And he's like, why? And I said, man, cause we're, we're kind of going all out with this, with the whole, with the whole setup display and everything. And he's all like, I said, man, I, I, so I told him straight out. I said, Hey, one or two things is going to happen. Either they're going to love us or they're going to hate us. And I said, well, I guess we'll just find out and see. And he wanted to do more. And I said, no, I think we better slow down because I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. That's why I run our asses off of there. Get out, get out of here guys. You know what I'm saying? But we had a good time. It was a good time. It was a good showing. It is what it is. And, you know, basically everybody saw what was there and, and we, you know, every, it seems to me like everybody enjoyed it. So, so I was a little nervous at first, but after, after, after a little while, it seemed like everything kind of like mellowed out. I could tell that there were some people who were kind of like a little bit blown away, but the comments that I was getting and the comments that my, 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 my kid was telling me that the other people, you know, people that were there and, so on and so forth. It just made things so 
I was like so cool because everybody was so excited to see him. You know what I mean? What's your kid's name? Sencio. <clears throat> I, I, I went easy on him. Sencio. S-E-N-C-I-O. Well, Sencio uh, read the room well because uh, it was nothing but love. There, uh, you know, you were describing, I think, some of the cues and some of the uh, ways that folks uh, may display at automotive events, particularly these indoor shows where uh, it is a little bit clickish and it is a little bit political. And there's not really, uh, in many cases, a lot of promoters that have open arms for guys that are going to come in and kind of steal the thunder. Uh, my view as a promoter, and I'd like to think that I've learned from some of the best, including uh, Dick Day and Lee Lasky and Harold Bagdasarian and Blackie Gigian, uh, Don Tognati and many others. Um, I was a punk kid hanging around those guys, picking up the scraps, and I learned that um, you embrace folks like you, big guy, that when I see somebody that has made such an effort and has such a obvious talent show up at a humble little mini bike event that we put on, uh, I, I couldn't do anything but fuel the flame for you. And, uh, I hope it was pretty clear that from the onset, I just need to get my arms and take a deep breath and figure out how I was going to grasp this big gorilla, which you, you, you became, but also, um, embrace it. And, and I was anxious to make sure that I reached out to you to see if we can find out a little bit more about you and what makes you tick. Uh, and as a result, you're here on the podcast. So it was all love. Uh, I, I have those photos of, you know, you brought a lot of three-wheelers. Uh, you dominated the classes. I mean, I, I, as I take a look back at the classes, I, I believe with the exception of one where you came in second place, you came in first place within the people's choice, the micro, the more than two wheels. Um, it, it, was a, it was a clean sweep, and not one person, guy or gal, uh, participant or spectator, came in with any foul comments or anything negative. It was, it was just amazement. And I think you saw that for yourself when we had you out in the front, where we bring out all the top bikes in the categories, particularly your electric bikes. Uh, those guys were just in love. Uh, how did that make you feel yeah. with, the, with, the, with the nice reception that you got there? Were you feeling love? Yeah, you know, I, I, I did. And, and it, what, what was cool about it is that it's just when I, when I build these bikes, I like to build them with, with color. And, and so then when people see all that different color, it's like a, it's like almost like somebody grabbed some Skittles and threw them on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's basically what it was. Just a big range of colors there. And the, and when people saw it, it was just like, people were coming up to me and, and asking me about the, the, the turntables and, and this, and I was like, I almost had to like get away just so that I couldn't, just so I could focus, you know I mean? Pretty much just on the, on the show. But I, to be honest with you, I didn't even really get to walk around and get to see a lot of the show because I kind of like a little overwhelmed at first and then I kind of mellowed out some and then, and then, you know, I kind of got back into it um, during the, uh, 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 the judging, you know? So, so that was pretty, well, when they're the, the trophy, the trophy judging. Yes. Uh, the but, presentation, but which, uh, the presentation. <laughs> and I try each year, you know, I know that the, the, the judging and the recognition and the prizes, it's a part of all shows. Honestly, it's the most frustrating, confusing, painstaking situation. And then you're asking for the audience participation. And, yeah, you know, I got half of my guys are half baked when we're doing that. And they're, they're, yeah. signing, they're signing the wrong forms. <laughs> and they're listing. The, so it, it gets to be a little bit of um, uh, a little bit of a push up uh, executing the award ceremony. But man, what I should have done with you is just brought you out there and parked you and left you there because you're up there just about every category. And I was, uh, I was beaming for you because, you know, um, you seem kind of deadpan, you know, uh, you're a bigger guy and I could see where some folks may be just a little bit, uh, curious about approaching you, but I saw a lot of smiling going on there when you were talking to folks and, you know, they're asking you about, uh, all the custom work and all the fabricating on your bikes and, Shit, just describing how you were building the turntables to one person was, was you know, a, kind of a 10-minute a conversation. So uh, I, I watched the transition where folks were just a little bit of gun-shy approaching to you or, or approaching you. But after you won some of the awards, it seems like a lot of folks were just clamoring to, to, to congratulate you and, and get to say hi. So, uh, you know, that's really why I do those events is to, to showcase 
these custom bikes and obviously to me and more importantly they're builders and you, you hit a home run there uh, your son was with you was there did you have any your other family with you at the event or was it just your son and your it, friends my my, all of my family was actually there, but they showed up later. I, I got so in the morning it was basically uh, uh, it was it was my my it was my my buddy, his daughter, my son, and my other buddy came in his truck, and that's pretty much what what we had there in the morning. Then my then all my family showed up around nine o'clock, nine or something like that. So we had a little area underneath the shade over there where we actually got to hang out, which was, which was really, really cool. How did you like the park? How did you like the backdrop of the event, uh, big guy? It was good. I, I, I enjoy, I, you know, the thing is, is that before, this is kind of crazy, but before this whole thing, before the show happened, I actually went and I looked at some previous uh, uh, video of, I watched YouTube's, I watched, I, I, I like went through and, and, and watched a, a few different things to figure out how this park was laid out. So I, when I got there, it was completely, you know, backwards in what I thought it was, because <laughs> I actually thought, I actually thought it was on the other side of the road, not on that side. So then when he got there, then all of a sudden I started putting things together and I'm like, okay, now I see where this is. Now, now I see this and this and this and this. So then I was like, okay. So then when we got there, you know, I kind of wanted to be up front so I could put all the bikes in a row. Cause I told, that's what I told my buddies. I said, Hey man, we got to leave here early. And so that's, that turned into a little thing right there because you know, they figured leaving at four o'clock in the morning was way too early. And I'm like, well, it's, it might be too early for you, but it ain't for me because we got to be there first. So especially so with we, the, it, it, the setup, you know, it wasn't like you just rolled the bike off the pickup bed, put the kickstand down and went and got a coffee. Right. <laughs> no. And, 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 and believe it or not, believe it or not, it was a freaking disaster when we unloaded the bikes, because we had to unload them in the parking lot, right. and we had to push them all the way in. Well, it turns out that it was a freaking disaster, because by the time we got all the bikes set up, the bikes were completely filthy, which were sparkling clean the day before. So then when we got there, I'm like, oh, my God. I said, it's just dirt, dirt, grass, everything. Because, you know, the, 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 the grass was damp. So it stuck to the wheels, and it spun everything over, and this and that, and and I was like, I didn't know what to expect. So then once we got there, it was like in the morning, I was just like, all right, everybody set everything up and just get after it. And we took cleaning supplies and everything and and uh, it all worked out, but but it was a little bit stressful in the morning because we didn't know we are going to have to go back through there and do the whole thing all over again. Yeah, I um, I, I think I get there 5.30ish and I've got to honestly say up until at least 11, it's just controlled chaos for me. You know, you've got certain restrictions Definitely. uh the only people that i could let in are the people that have trucks that are moving in either exhibits or in our case maybe the stage or the guy that delivers the tables we don't let the participants drive in because you can imagine coming over that little 10-foot bridge we never get the show started so everybody kind of unloads and moves in from the outside um i must admit though when you come to the show and kick ass like you did we're gonna have to make some special concessions to make sure that you can pull oh, up and get no. in there a little bit I, early I, but uh no i already, yeah, I already <laughs> told my but i already told my buddy i said hey this ain't happening again we're, if, if, if worst case scenario we're building carts and we're going to put the bikes on the carts and we'll build the carts in there i said it's not going to happen again because it for i mean keep in mind it, we had spent that whole day beforehand getting everything ready and then all of a sudden we get there and it, it's just like oh man it's just like we did nothing so, but it's no big deal. I I got it all figured out. Next, I mean, for for, for this next upcoming show, it's going to be definitely. We we got to figure it out. We got to figure it out, Joe. So, what was the buzz after the event? Did you did did you get some good feedback? Did you get a little notoriety? Did you get a little fanfare after the fact? Well, I mean, yes and no. Locally here, a lot of people already know about what I build anyway, so it wasn't <clears throat> it wasn't really anything really much different locally here but when you know i started posting pictures and stuff and the trophies and stuff and i started getting a lot of uh, uh feedback from people you know appreciating the uh the bikes and so on and so forth and the winds and so on and so forth so it was good it was good i enjoyed it great uh, i see that uh, on instagram that you were tossing around the idea of now maybe putting together uh, a little production and selling some of these trike kits talk to us a little <clears throat> bit about well, the plan there well, here's the thing. So that I got a lot of people that want to buy bikes, but I'm a one man guy. I, I'm I'm one man shop. That period, and everybody thinks that I'm that that I'm this mass producer and doing this. No, man. These some of these bikes, like the green bike. Yes. That green bike probably took me the mint. I call it the mint bike. The mint trike. 
that bike took well over a year and a half to build. I went through so much with that bike just because of the, I'm not going to, it's just, there was a lot of bullshit I had to deal with because I had to do one thing here, one thing there. Something got scratched. I had to start all over, blah, 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 this and that. It was just a freaking disaster. And finally I got, I got that bike done and I was like, okay, it's finally done and so on and so forth. I'm ready for the show. And so if people think that, that these bikes take two weeks, three weeks to build, like everybody else that builds regular mini bikes, they don't. There's so much that goes into these bikes that it takes a long time. So people have been wanting and wanting and wanting. So I'm like, I haven't been able to give anybody anything. So I'm like, okay, well maybe if I do a, a DIY kit, that 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 they could put it together themselves maybe i can do something there but i'm working on that but the problem is the 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 frame and everything is so big i'm just trying to get all the logistics as far as getting it shipped and so on and so forth and see if it's it's even worth doing and i'm not going to do a it's not going to be a big run it'll only probably be like maybe five six frames that i do and then and then try to try to see how try to fill it out and see how it how it all because i don't want to be i don't want to do production my stuff's all one off custom made and it's all made by me and i don't have nobody else doing anything no welding i do all the bending notching welding everything from start to finish that's my bike and my deal is is that that's that i and i'm so picky about i, I won't even let people some people even buy my bike just because if i don't feel that that bike's going to get the attention of what it's of what it needs i, I won't even sell it to you because i want that bike to be to look good throughout its whole entire life. I don't want it to be just, hey, you know, good for now. And then down the road, I want to be like, just pawn it off and then be done. I've been there, done that. It's really, uh, uh, I mean, it kind of brings me down because of the work that I put in them. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. So I'm just trying to give people an opportunity to see what I can come up with. Yeah, I like the, uh, the loyalty to the bloodline. Uh, it's not just about who's got enough money to buy the bike, because if that were the case, it'd be a whole different, it'd be a money grab. This is something where it's a little bit of uh, your heart, your soul, your blood, your sweat. So who that go? It, hey, it's, it's like a pet. Joe, it's my art. Yes. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah. And, and, and that's what it is. That's how I consider it. I consider it as a piece of art because you start with straight tubing. You start with straight tubing, Joe, and this is what you end up with. And keep in mind, it's 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 literally artwork. One one kid, one uh, gentleman at the show, he basically told my son, which was the comment of the whole entire show. He, he was an older gentleman. He came up to my son and he says, "Hey, this is all writable art." And once my son told me that, I was like, "Holy shit!" He's, I mean, I was blown away. I never really looked at it as far as writable art. I just looked at it as just you know, it was my it's my art. But being that you know, when he said that, I was just blown away by it, literally. Yeah, there's um, and, and and as a promoter, uh, that's another uh, part of the the benefit that I selfishly get to enjoy, which is watching the reception from the spectators to the work of art that many of the guys um, create, and, exactly. and and those two meeting head to head, where they can engage and appreciate things and answer some questions, it is um, it, it's no different than when I see guys like. Uh, you and Jake Moe and other custom builders establish a relationship with one of my vendors. Um, recently, the guys from Fast Lane Racing went out and visited Go Kart USA up in Northern California, and they're mm -hmm. in collaboration where you've got a. I seen that. You know, in in I see Jake talking to uh, Go Kart USA about um, you know uh, building some custom bikes or uh, a line of parts. Uh, all these things that you and I have seen happen in the other segments of the automotive world. Uh, I think you and I have taken a little bit of a similar path. We all started with our love for mini bikes. And as we got older, we grew into our love for cars and hot rods and trucks and motorcycles. And at some point we all kind of come first full circle. Uh, that's kind of the case with you. Uh, I know that you originally got into it by learning how to weld and building custom bikes and selling those and taking your talents to a vehicle or a truck or a car. And 
you, you did pretty well. Uh, you've quietly not only been working on some of the coolest hot rod projects and truck projects, but you've dabbled in a little bit of uh, TV with Discovery and Turbo. You've, you've worked with some big names in the industry like the DeBerties. Uh, talk a little bit about how you not only went from mini bikes to that car customization and building and then ultimately got back to the mini bikes. Can you kind of close that circle for us just to give folks an idea of what's been happening with you? Yeah, it's just, it, you know, the thing is, is, is Doug, Doug DeBerti was, was a, was a guy that came from Montana and I, and I, I got to know him back in the day when, when he was uh, working out here in Bakersfield and he, I was already building things back. You know, I was already doing custom stuff as a teenager, as a, at 18, 19, 20, I was already building, working on mini trucks and friends of mine and so on and so forth, doing customizations there. And I actually got hooked up with a, um, I got to know, um, which is a good friend of mine now, his name is Kyle Gann. And he had, he worked at a shop in Bakersfield, which was a paint shop, which was, which is now, now called Cal concepts. Kyle moved on, on, on his own. But when I, when I used to hang out at their shop next door was Doug and I used to build, you do a little bit of fabrication for the paint shop. And then Doug kind of caught on. So I started working for Doug and then, and then in turn, Doug got hooked up with doing SEMA projects. So then all of a sudden, we, we started building these trucks for SEMA, for Trailmaster, and we had, like, the reps from Trailmaster come down. I mean, it was, like, this was a big deal back then. You know what I mean? This wasn't a small thing. This was, like, a big deal. So we were building trucks for Trailmaster. We were doing all kinds of different things, and I was going to SEMA back. I don't know exactly what year it was, but it was back when they were, they were having, they had boats there. You know what I'm saying? They don't have boats there anymore. But when I was there, they had boats. That's that's how that's how old uh, it was. When, when, yeah, you're when talking like in, you're you're talking in the in the late '80s, early '90s for sure. They had yeah. all those boats out in front where Ford out front it, is currently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 that was back then. So I got into doing all that stuff, and then as as Doug started getting bigger into the into the whole truck scene, he had well, he had already opened up. He had a shop which was called California truck. And then I worked for him and then he decided to open up an accessory shop, which was manufacturing parts. And then, so I went to go work for him doing that. And then the whole SEMA thing just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger as far as the builds. And they said, you know, he's wanting to build this, build that. So then I'm like, okay, let's, let's do this. Let's do that. But I was basically the guy building everything. And he was the one, Doug had a good eye for the vision of what he wanted people to see. But 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 I was the one that put everything together as far as say okay this is what we need to do in order to make it to make it functional. Sure. So and so so once we got through all that deal, we went through all these years of SEMA, and then I basically, to be honest with you, man, I was done with SEMA. I was burnt out. I was like, I don't want to do any more SEMA vehicles because it just got to be too hard, and it, it was just more of a, a lot of stress. More of a, a oh man, it was it was bad. So then I quit. And then I basically told Doug, I said, hey, man, I'm done, so on and so forth. And then um, years later, uh, um, he, he contacted me and he wanted to do something else. And so we did. And then we kind of got back in the scene again. And then and then I, you know, we would just stay in touch here and there. And then all of a sudden uh, he, he, he was always trying to do a show. So all of a sudden the show opportunity came up and he hit me up about it and so on and so forth. And I was like, well, let's try it. And we did. So. We did uh, uh, two seasons of uh, uh, Discovery Channel. It was called Twin Turbos. So we did we did that, and that worked out really well. And I got to build some really cool projects, and 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 it all worked out. I mean, that was it was it was a really good time. And then and then it just kind of you know after that, I just kind of was came back because uh, I was having to travel back and forth from here to the coast, I because from Bakersfield to to Oro uh, uh, Grande back and forth. So then basically, I I just after all was said and done, I came back home and I was like, well, there's not really much to do. I had kind of, I had a little shop and I had kind of closed my shop down. And, and so then I was like, you know what? I think it's time to start building mini bikes. So I did. And, and that's pretty much what I, you know, what I've been doing. So the whole, I've been into, Joe, I've been into everything, man. I've been into mini trucks. I've been into to, to import cars. I've been into, you name it, Joe, sand rails, uh, side-by-sides. Uh, you David, man, I've been into it all. Yeah. When I was, um, we were, when we were speaking on the phone, uh, as we were trying to set up this, uh, this appearance, you know, 
we were clicking off similar categories. You know, I was running around in the sport truck world as a publisher during that time. We uh, were part of the team that uh, helped with the launch of Super Street, the Sport Compact magazine that took it by storm with the Super Street tours and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Having the experiences that we both enjoyed working at SEMA uh, and all the stuff that goes into the television uh, shows that uh, are out there and the folks over at Discovery and Motor Trend. It's a cool experience. It's not what it always appears to be. And when it's all said and done, uh, it does do one thing. It does recognize talented people, and there are many of them out there. Uh, if folks want to find out about, um, I don't know, maybe they want to bend your ear. Maybe they have some questions. Maybe they want to pursue you to buy one of these uh, awesome vehicles uh, and mini bikes that you build. What is your uh, what is your preference about how they would get a hold of you? Um, basically the only, the way they really, really be able to get a hold of me is through Instagram. That's basically my only social media. And, and so, I mean, that's pretty much it as far as trying to, trying to get a hold of me through it, through anything, because it's, it's really, and, and, and it's hard enough right now. I mean, I got, when, when things are going good on Instagram, Hey man, I'm not going to lie, dude. I got like 125 messages a day. It's crazy. So, so it's like, so it's like, you, I mean, you, when you have to literally spend two hours to answer, cause I try to answer everybody. Cause I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not one of those guys that leave people hanging or try to leave people hang, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, I, I try to answer everybody. And if it's just this, that, whatever, you know, I, I, I try to do it just because I, I'm, I'm one of those guys too. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those guys that when I ask somebody, I would like to get a reply and not just a, uh, Hey, well, it never got back to me. And and because it you you feel and you make, it makes you feel like crap. So I try to answer everybody, Joe. I'm just I'm just trying to be you know I just trying to be equal across the board. You know what I mean? As far as answering answering everything, folks. We've been uh, but, talking to Inocencio Madeira from Bakersfield, right. who took Joe's mini bike reunion by storm last year. Uh, you can check him out on Instagram. Is it mini? What is it? M I N I mini. V-I-C-I-L-A-S, mini V-class. V-class is a term used by the lowrider, motorcycle lowrider style bikes. So so a V-class is, is basically a custom bike in the Latin world. Thank you for clarifying that. And you've heard it firsthand. Uh, guys, realize that uh, Innocencio is not spinning out mini bikes. This is not Go-Kart USA. Mm-hmm. Okay. These are uh, to his... Uh, accurate description rolling works of art uh, if you're serious and or you've got a serious style question hit him up uh, look forward to seeing him hopefully uh, as well as everybody else who's listening at the upcoming joe's mini bike reunion on july excuse me october the 14th it's our 11th annual uh, madeira i've got to say that uh, it, it was I appreciate the time that you've taken to be on the podcast with us this year. Uh, I hope that uh, you and I will be talking again before the event. I look forward to uh, hopefully seeing you in force again. And if there's uh, anything that I can help you with, whether it's connecting you with some folks or playing Cupid or who knows, maybe becoming a customer. uh, I'm sure that the line's pretty long with folks wanting to buy one of those cool bikes, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how, how, how this, upcoming show and how this upcoming right now i'm limited on time but i would definitely i'm i've been i've been tossing this around i would definitely like to come up with something that we could put out there at the show that we could raffle that we could get that show get that park full of bikes and get them out there and i and i really think that people are don't really quite understand there's nothing out there for the mini bike scene this show is badass and I'm like, and I know you want to feel that, that feel that park, and I have a feeling that that um, that park is going to get full, Joe. Well, look, uh, I, I had I had one little thought when I walked there the first time, and as I walked inside that gate, and I I looked there, it's like, yeah, we can feel this, uh, you know, <laughs> and you know, we're getting there. It's it's going on our 11th year, and we're about halfway there. So hopefully, we'll get that get that park full so i can die in peace but in the meantime uh i do enjoy the side perks which are meeting cool guys like you and having a chance to uh let our listeners find out and get to learn a little bit more about you as well uh thanks for being a part of the podcast so much big guy and uh continued success up there in bakersfield and if i could be of any help just uh, hit me back please 
You got it, buddy. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, our guest this evening, Inocencio Madeira from Bakersfield. Mini V-Class is uh, the Instagram handle. You can check him out there. Uh, if I could be of any help to you, I'd be happy to do that. Uh, hey, folks, for the next podcast, uh, we'll be talking to Taylor Yoakum from GoPowerSports.com. Uh, many of you know Taylor. He exhibits and supports Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. He was with us uh, in SoCal last year. He was also with us uh, out at Vegas for the SEMA show and for SEMA Ignited. And uh, we're going to find out a little bit more about what's happening at Go Power Sports with their uh, new podcast that they have uh, hosted by my buddy Jason Merrill, as well as uh, some of the uh, activities and fun and excitement that took place recently in Texas for the uh, Pull Start picnic that they had out there. Um, on behalf of all of our sponsors, uh, Go Kart USA, Studs Racing, GoPowerSports.com. I'm your host, Joe Sebergandio. Thanks for listening, everybody, to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. This was uh, Season 2, or excuse me, Season 8, Episode 2. I uh, look forward to uh, updating you on the event. It's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion on October the 14th at CV Park in beautiful La Crescenta. Registration is open. You can register and save at joesminibikereunion.com. Uh, we're going to use the Laker purple color this year, so we'll have some Laker purple accents on our apparel and our T-shirts. Uh, we've got some jersey ideas. Uh, I've got a few other ideas that uh, will have to do with judging and giveaway. Uh, we are giving away a Go-Kart USA American racer. Who knows? Maybe Madeira wants to put something together, a frame package to give away. Uh, I know our friends from GTS Hobbies and many of the other sponsors uh, We'll all kick in. It's going to be another great show. I'm looking forward to doing it. Glad to be back in the saddle here at the podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Tell a friend, won't you? You can check us out on YouTube or on our website, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, or our Facebook pages and Instagram pages, which is JMBR Official. Have a good rest of your night, everybody. See you next time on Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast.